ready for tomorrow's news today. You're listening to Speak Life with Marty Lee. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Speak Life. I'm so glad you're here with us today. I'm your host, Marty Layton, and I'm glad you're here with us at this very moment. And, you know, it's such a unique moment in time, and God is doing so much in the earth today. (coughs) Excuse me, all over the world, people are tuning in to hear the word of the Lord, and everybody wants to know, as a prophet, please tell us what God is saying in this hour. Listen, God's been saying very many things very clearly. We'll be talking about that just a little bit here, but I want to welcome you, and I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving, and uh, it's been a wonderful uh, time of celebrating with family, and uh, and I know you all enjoyed the broadcast last week with um, my good friend Zorro, <clears throat> an amazing, <clears throat> excuse me, an amazing rock star drummer, and he's played all the biggest uh, venues and, and with the biggest artists around, and so I just want to uh, another shout out if you uh, if you haven't checked that out, please go back and listen to that broadcast from last week. It was very excellent. But uh, I do want to talk a little bit about what the Lord has already been clearly prophesying, and I've uh, been declaring this for several months now that many will fall in the fall, and that November would be a November to remember. And all of this has proven to be true, and I believe this will be a great Christmas, just like God said, a time of celebration, a time of joy, and where many will taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. You know, God spoke to us about September, October, and November, um, S-O-N, the S-O-N months, or the sun months, when the Son of God will cause some forced changes by by the Spirit of God. And all these changes would be for the good. We remember that the Lord said September would be a month of explosive happenings. And it sure was a a month of explosive happenings. And many explosive things happened in September for us personally, also for our nation and in other nations as well. Then in October, we would continue to see the reverberations of these explosive events. And we did see that too. And again, it was a time of uncertainty, and we felt the rumblings and the the reverberations of those things. But let me just say this, the intercessors continued to pray. And thank God for the watchmen intercessors, the watchmen on the walls that are praying over this nation. <coughs> and then the Lord said, by the end of November, things would start to smooth out and level out for the church and that the Son of Righteousness would arise with healing in His wings. You know, I believe uh, at the beginning of November, I, I, everyone I ran into was fighting some sort of flu bug or, or some sort of something that they were trying to get over. And here we are at the end of November, and uh, I feel like I'm finally broke through, and uh, just a small vestige of the, of, of the scratchiness in my throat left over, but many people are the same place. And the Son of Righteousness is arising with healing in His wings. And I believe the healing is also happening to our nation. And those that are watching and listening from other nations include your nation in that too. Healing is happening because the Son of Righteousness is arising with healing in His wings. And 
you're not going to hear much about it because it runs cross grain with the narratives uh, that many people are pushing. But listen, God doesn't lose battles. He strategically and swiftly wins them suddenly in his perfect timing. Amen. You're about to see some things happening that are undeniably God winning and settling many matters for his glory. David wrote in Psalm 6 in verse 10, Let all my enemies be ashamed and greatly troubled. Let them turn back and be ashamed suddenly. Suddenly. (coughs) Suddenly a change. And God sets things back into divine order. Amen. I don't believe everything will ever be back to the way it was uh, several months ago uh, or even before the, the pandemic. But I do believe that God is setting some things in divine order as we continue to progress uh, in the last days. Amen. And so God also spoke that this would be a time of divine turnaround and divine reversals. Those things would occur. And just as it was in the, in the days of Esther, when the decree of death was issued by Haman against God's people, that, <clears throat> that parallels what's happening right now. Israel is actually at war, and the church is, at spiritual, is in a spiritual war right now, warring against demonic powers. But just like Esther, she took a bold stand, and a divine reversal was granted to her. And it reversed the decree of Haman, and Haman and his ten sons were hanged on the gallows that they built for Mordecai and his family. We're seeing even court-ordered reversals, exposing the hidden things that were set up to trap the people of God and set up the enemy to dominate for years to come. That reversal is happening right now. And so we say, Lord, expose, expose, expose. Many will fall in the fall. And by the way, winter doesn't begin till December 21st. So we still have a lot of time for many to fall in the fall. But I believe this time when things are exposed, things are going to be properly dealt with. God showed me a whole series of attacks on America that were planned. And all, all these attacks were foiled, <coughs> I believe, by angelic intervention in this vision that I saw, uh, and because of the intercession of the saints. Uh, the book of Psalms says that uh, angels hearken to the voice of God's word, and there's many intercessors, many prophetic warriors that are out there praying over our nation and decreeing the word of the Lord, and angels are hearkening to those words and beginning to go out on assignment Uh, to stop the works of the enemy. The remnant warriors of the Lord have prayed, and in the vision God showed me, every single one, every single attack from the north, the south, the east, the west, they were completely foiled and unable to to succeed. And that's what's happening right now. It's happening right now. God is demonstrating his power and his dominion through the church, the ecclesia. Remnant warriors are defeating the powers of hell. And and Jesus said, occupy until I come. They're occupying just as he commanded. Amen. We talked about that before. That's a military occupation overthrowing the powers that have been ruling and letting the kingdom of God come and God's will to be done. And so the Lord spoke to me 
also about a coming unity, uh, a coming unity like in the day of Pentecost, unity in the church. Now listen to this, a rediscovery of brotherhood. <clears throat> the, the body of Christ has been so divided and the enemy, enemy has been successful at tearing the body of Christ apart so that when the head tells the body to do something, there's so much division that the body doesn't get anything accomplished. But God spoke to me about unity coming to the church in a rediscovering of our brotherhood, learning to work together to respect each other, to respect each other's differences and strengths, uh, but at the same time working together. And this unity means the breaking off of the attacks of the enemy. God spoke this so clearly as I was praying over the last several months. America shall be one, like the number one. America shall be one, not divided, not not, uh, splintered, but one. And that no weapon formed against Israel or America, no weapon formed shall prosper. Why? Because God's people are there. And the warriors, the ecclesia, is praying. And even if government officials stand against Israel and against America, the people are of one heart for Israel and for America. And God is honoring that covenant stand. And God showed me angels on assignment that were reversing the plans of the enemies, the plans of the enemies of God, because of the ecclesia remnant warriors. And even though our nation is in need, We the people, we the people, the remnant, continue to sow and continue to bless Israel, (coughs) continuing to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, like he says in Psalm 126. And because of that, God is reversing the economic curse that's been at work in America. God is reversing the economic curse that has been at work in America. It was unleashed against this nation, and you'll see with your own eyes a supernatural financial intervention. You're going to see this. God is releasing a supernatural financial intervention in America that will turn the tables on the enemy and bring wealth to the people of God and stabilize our national economy. It is a time of divine reversal and a supernatural economic comeback. You're going to see the economy of America grow stronger than it's ever been before. (coughs) That's what the Lord spoke to me, and it's going to happen. And I have a word for the remnant warriors. Keep fighting. It's turning around right now. Keep fighting. It's turning around right now. How many of you know God does not work on man's timetable? God does not work on man's voting timetable. God does not work on man's uh, concepts. God is outside of all of that, and he has dominion. Amen? New strategies are being released to the people of Israel, to the commanders, those who plan uh, both the defense and the offensive attacks. Uh, New strategies are being given in dreams and in visions by the Spirit of God, and these strategies will end it all once and for all. This battle will come to an end very, very soon. This one that's happening in Israel is coming to an end very, very soon. And the enemies will say, we surrender, and we will go with your plan now. 
and God will bring an end to this. Amen. Watch this uh, happen quickly. It is a sudden reversal. Amen. Amen. And for America, we've seen some breakthroughs. Uh, we've seen some things happening now. And this is just the beginning of an even greater breakthrough. Breakthroughs are coming. Personal breakthroughs are coming right now. These are the things the Lord spoke to me this week. You know, you don't get to have downtime as a prophet. You just get to listen. But God spoke to me and said, personal, uh, personal breakthroughs are coming now for the people of God. National breakthroughs and personal breakthroughs. And God spoke to me about Micah 2 and verse 13. It says, the breaker will go, bef- go up before them. <clears throat> they will break through. They will pass through the gate. And they will go through it. And their king will pass on before them the Lord at their head. Listen, some of you just need to shout and declare, the breaker has gone before me and broken open the way. Just shout it out. The breaker has gone before me and broken open the way. The breaker has gone before me and broken open the way. Make that a decree. The breaker has gone before me and broken open the way. God is breaking through for many families right now. Things are going to change, and this will be a great Christmas. The breaker has gone before us, and he's broken open the way. Amen? God has a breakthrough on his calendar for you. He's gone before you, and he's quickly breaking open the way just for you. One last thing that the Lord spoke to me about was wicked, wickedness, this evil agenda of wickedness. That's being forced upon the nations. It's going to stop now. Wickedness. When I, let me explain what I mean. God hates wickedness. The Bible says it very clearly. God hates wickedness. <clears throat> you cannot turn on the television, movie, or, or listen to something on the radio without being force-fed wickedness. Wickedness is a candle-making term. It's the creation of the wick. Two cords that are wound so tightly together to the point where you cannot tell where one ends and the other begins. It is wicked or wicked. And the agendas of darkness, the wicked agendas of darkness have been forced upon the nations through wickedness. Twisting together evil and good, confusing evil and good. Isaiah prophesied, woe to those who call evil good and good evil who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes, in entertainment, in media, in government, in education, in religion, in family, and in business. It's been an intertwining of good and evil. A wicked agenda is being unraveled by the Spirit of God unraveled by the Spirit of God. It's wound together in wickedness, but the Spirit of God is unraveling it. And God promises justice. His throne is established on truth and justice. And God is about to release judgment and justice for the people of God. Amen. Second Corinthians, I mean Second Chronicles, excuse me, seven and fourteen says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray 
and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven. I'll forgive their sin and I'll heal their land. I believe we are in the process and have been in the process of God healing our land. Every place Jesus cast the devil out of someone in Scripture, you can read it, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, every place Jesus cast the devil out, there was an outrageous, (coughs) sometimes violent uh, tantrum and a shouting and a, a running around and a tearing of things, and then the devil left. And I believe what we're seeing right now is the last stages of that deliverance in our nation. Amen. We've been in a healing process, and God is healing our land. God will not turn a deaf ear to you into your prayers. In fact, the opposite is true. He's rushing to answer answer your prayers like a mighty rushing wind. Amen. Let the joy of the Lord be your strength this holiday season. Joy is where your strength lies. And the enemy wants to stop your joy. (coughs) Excuse me. Joy is infectious and it's contagious. Joy gives others hope. Uh, I want to encourage you, speak words of hope and life to people. Speak joy to them. Uh, Be loving on people. Let them know God is turning the tables on the enemy right now. How many of you can receive this as a word of encouragement right now? I, I believe that there's many family members We've been dealing with with uh, identity issues. Let me say it in a creative, in a kind, and a gracious way. <clears throat> Many family members have been dealing with identity issues. It is a wicked agenda, but God is unraveling some things. And when that is unraveled, they're going to listen to those who <clears throat> unconditionally loved them. And so let me just leave you with that nugget. Amen. I want you to be encouraged today. God is on the move. He's doing something great. Amen. But I want you to uh, get ready. Let's prepare our tithes and our offerings before the Lord today. You know, God is so faithful to this house. He's so faithful to his people. And I want to encourage you. God is prospering his people. Some people have issues with the prosperity gospel. And my thing, my response to that is, do you want people to be poor? Do you want people to not be able to pay their bills? Do you want people to (coughs) not be able to succeed? That is the exact opposite of a father's heart. Father God wants his children to prosper. Uh, John 8, (coughs) verse 36, it says, If the Son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. We've been declaring, we've been teaching, we've been activating freedom as God is breaking every curse. It's all about freedom, church. The church is all about walking in freedom, demonstrating freedom for all the world to see. The Bible says we've come to to Mount Zion, the city of the living God. We've come to the heavenly Jerusalem, (coughs) the innumerable company of angels, (coughs) <coughs> Some people say, well, one-third of the angels fell, and so it's a two-to-one battle. No. God continued to uh, uh, create angels, and there's an innumerable company of angels. And then it says, to the church of the living God that has been birthed supernaturally by the Spirit of God, 
to the general assembly, the church of the firstborn, uh, to God, the judge of all, where the spirits of just men are made perfect. Justified men and women are made perfect. Translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son, Jesus Christ, the light of the world. And we live in the kingdom of light. He is with us. He is in us. In him we live, in him we move, in him we have our being. And he has promised, he's promised us to provide for us and to care for us and to fight for us. And as the captain of the host, to wage war against our enemies. And with the mighty warring angels of God, the standing army in heaven, fight against those who fight against us. Psalm 35. He'll fight against those that fight against us, that he would arise as a mighty man of war, Exodus 15.3, Isaiah uh, 30.31, the king of glory, uh, Psalm 24, the Lord of hosts, strong and mighty in battle, releasing freedom from every curse, freedom from every curse, (coughs) freedom from every enemy, because Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, Because of him, we have come to the blood of sprinkling and his blood that speaks better things, better things than the blood of Abel. I can't go into that, but I'm telling you, there's so much in in that. The blood of Jesus that speaks better, better things than the blood of Abel. We have come to the mountain of mercy. We've come to the mountain of the Lord, supplying strength for those who need it when you need it. Amen. When there's no one else, you have. <coughs> when there's no one else, you have promised us, as, as and your words will come to pass. Your words of promise. You promise to supply for all that we need, according in accordance on the same level as your riches and glory. And in our day of trouble, he'll be with us, and he'll send his words of life. That very same God who directs the earth in its orbit. Do you know if the earth was, at, was one degree off in its, in its access, axis, everything would come crashing down? Do you know that science has, has examined the stars and the galaxies around us to the point where they understand that if any, any amount of those uh, uh, planets and, and orbs and uh, comets, and if they were, if anything was out, just a piece, just a a micro degree off, everything would come crashing together. The same God who directs the orbit of the Earth and balances the universe, the very same God who feeds the fiery furnace of the sun and trims the lamps of heaven, He's promised us He would supply us with his grace when we need it. And Lord, we know we need your grace right now. We need an extension of of your saving grace. Lord, would you do it now? Just lift your hands to the Lord today. Lord, you are welcome in our hearts. You're welcome in our lives, in our families. You're welcome in our finances. You're welcome in our businesses. You're welcome in our homes. You're welcome in our relationships. God, your word says... We have not because we ask not. (coughs) But today, we're asking 
for a greater breakthrough than we've ever received before. God, stretch us. Show us that we can handle more. We ask for a greater breakthrough, a greater deliverance than we've ever known, a greater level of freedom, a greater grace than we've ever received. And Father God, we give you the glory. We give you the honor. We give you the praise. It all belongs to you, Jesus. We ask that you would receive, and by the use of of our faith that is so pleasing to you, we receive miracle breakthroughs right now, Lord. Every servant of the Lord within the sound of this prophet's voice receive breakthrough right now from the Lord of the breakthrough. Right now, in Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Lord, all we desire is your mercy and we desire your love. Amen. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and the earth belongs to the Lord. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. He owns the silver, the gold, all the wealth. It all belongs to him. When something is stolen, the Bible says it has to be paid back. (coughs) But it has to be paid back a hundredfold. How many of you are ready for that payback? Suddenly things are turning around. Suddenly things are breaking through. And today is a day of payback in Jesus' name. Good things are about to happen. Amen. Amen. If you've got your tithes and your offerings ready, there's many ways that you can give. If you're watching on social media, there is a link that you can click on (coughs) and you can give that way. If you prefer text giving, there's a number on your screen right now. Text any amount to the number 84321. There's a QR code. You can use that if you prefer that. Uh, If you prefer mailing your offering, you can mail your offering to LifePoint, P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. That's on your screen now. It's a LifePoint, P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. Also, if you go to our website, lifepointchurch.cc, it's lifepointchurch.cc, there's a giving link both at the top and the bottom of the page. And I appreciate you, and I want you to know we thank you for standing with us. Thank you for praying with us. Thank you for all the prayers and the texts and the, and the instant messages. Thank you for praying for my health. I'm actually doing very well very healthy. Uh, I've just had this frog in my throat for about two or three weeks now. And I am at the very end of this thing. (laughs) Amen. Amen. I want to jump right into the prophetic workshop today. I want to talk about discernment and defeating darkness. Discernment and defeating darkness. You know, God... Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice, and a stranger's voice they'll not listen to. You know, hearing the voice of God is a unique thing, but it's something we're all called to do. Jesus said, my sheep, those that are the born-again ones, hear my voice, and a stranger's voice they'll not listen to. You know, that's discernment. When he's speaking to you, something's not right about this situation. 
don't make that deal. Uh, something's not right here. Don't go into that store. Don't go into that restaurant. Or something's not right with this. Uh, everything may look great with this business deal, but something's un- unsettled in your spirit, man. Don't make that deal. That's discernment. Amen? Today, we have to be more discerning than ever before because there are lying spirits in the world. They'll look right at you, they'll lie to you, and they'll deceive you every time. If you don't have that one-on-one relationship with Jesus where he can speak to you and help you to discern so that you can defeat darkness. Second Chronicles chapter 20 It says, Judah shall go out first. You remember the story of Jehoshaphat being surrounded by the enemy. They had to discern the plan of God. What What is it that God wants us to do? And so everybody fasted. All the animals fasted. Everybody fasted. Everybody prayed. Everybody had to be in lockdown. And then what happened? The word of the Lord came from a prophet and said, Judah shall go out first. You know, one of the greatest weapons of our warfare is praise and worship. In this time of patient endurance uh, as a ministry with online services, uh, we've had to patiently endure. It has placed a greater demand on our personal praise and worship. I know it's difficult not to have corporate worship and praise. And when you don't have it, that's when you really start missing it, <clears throat> and you really start uh, feeling it. Uh, but I want to encourage you, l- let the Spirit of God encourage you to, to enter into more personal praise and worship, a resharpening of your sword. Amen? <clears throat> God has been tabernacling with us. Have you sensed the presence of the Lord and the peace of God more so this week? I have. Pastor Tracy and I, we've been praying, and we've been fighting through for you, uh, deep intercession for God's people. His covenant covering is what you're sensing. The Bible says, be still and know that I'm God. His great presence is with us. His great presence is within us. Amen. And God is advancing you and I and breaking us through all opposition. I encourage you. This coming weekend and the week ahead, take extra time to spend worshiping the Lord. Spend more time praying and worshiping. Spend more time declaring your breakthrough again. Lift your voice. (coughs) If you were (coughs) watching on Sunday, I encourage you to say something. Remember, Prophet Elijah sent his servant to go and look again, and then look again, and then look again, and then look again. And finally, there was the cloud, the size of a man's hand on the seventh look. I want to encourage you to decree his promises again, and decree it again, and decree it again, and decree it again, because God is releasing your breakthrough now. Don't get weary in well-doing. Let Almighty God surround you with his presence and releases full victory for this season of our lives. Amen. God is not only defeating darkness in your life and stirring up your discernment, but he's breaking every curse, just like his word says. 
old things are passing away. <coughs> that that term in the, <clears throat> in the Greek is a past, present, and future tense term. Old things have passed away. Old things will pass away. And in the future, old things will pass away. <coughs> and behold, all things shall become new. Amen? He is the God of new beginnings, and He is the God of new breakthroughs. And we've entered into a new season of supernatural breakthrough. We are right at the door of promise. We've talked about this. Uh, The Hebrew year is 5784 that just began. And that is the the war at the door. But who will win the mouth war? You see it all over. The enemy's trying to be the loudest voice. And then you hear the voice of the church and the voice of God and the voice of the people of God uh, override the lies of the enemy. (coughs) That's why you have to be discerning at what you're listening to. Amen. Micah chapter 2 again in verse 13, it says, The one who breaks open will come up before them. They will break out. They will pass through the gate or the door. And go out by it. Their king will pass before them with the Lord at their head. Our God is the greatest warrior of all time and eternity. And God has gone before us to fight. Exodus 15 and verse 3. It says the Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. Joel chapter 3 and verse 10. It says you're just like Jesus. Let the weak say, I am strong, I am a warrior. All that the enemy has dammed up and held back is breaking through today. I'm decreeing it to you. This is the prophetic message that God's given to me today. 1 Samuel chapter 5 and verse 20, it says, So David went to Baal-perazim, and David defeated them there. This was the second battle David had to fight as king. And he went to Baal Perazim, and David defeated them there. And he said, The Lord has broken through my enemies before me, like the breaking through of water. Therefore, he called the name of that place Baal Perazim. <coughs> Baal Perazim means the God of the breakthrough. He said, God broke, broke through before me, like the breaking through of water, like a dam bursting. You know, can you imagine? If there was an army standing in front of the Hoover Dam and then suddenly the Hoover Dam broke, you would see that army just completely wiped out. (coughs) In other words, David was saying something happened and God fought for me and wiped out my enemy before I could do anything. Therefore, he called the name of that place the God of the Breakthrough, Baal Perazim. Almighty God, the King of glory, is breaking through for you right now. He's breaking you through. We've been positioned for possession. We're standing at the door of promise. And God Almighty has gone up before us to open up all to open it up all the way. <coughs> it's like a dam breaking and causing a flood of God's blessings that have been held back to begin to flow forth in your life. I'm decreeing to you there's a storm, a flood of blessings that are coming into your life. Curses that have held back blessings 
are broken open like the bursting of a dam. Right now, God's blessings will begin to flow and overflow in your life. We still have a little bit of business to take care of. We've talked about the Hebraic year 5784, meaning winning the voice war at the door of your promise. We talked about the, the name of the year is Pay de Let. It means that <clears throat> the symbol is the door. <clears throat> and it is the door of your promise or the door of destiny or the door of promotion or the door that God has for you in this season. But it also means the voice of the prophetic, the voice of the church, the voice of God at the door. Who's going to win? You know, the enemy stands at the door <clears throat> and he tries to convince you you're going to fail. Don't go through the door. You're not going to make it. Don't go through the door. I'm telling you, we're winning the voice war at the door of our promise. Amen. <clears throat> in Acts chapter 16, Apostle Paul was in Philippi in Macedonia, and, and he entered the city. As he entered the city, or <clears throat> as he went through the city gate, or as he went through the door, the new door to his promise, to preach the gospel right at the entrance of the city, he was met by a woman who had a spirit of divination. <coughs> Excuse me, verse 16 says, Now it happened as we went to prayer that a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination met us, and he, she brought her masters much profit by fortune telling. This girl followed Paul and us and cried out, saying, these men are the servants of the Most High God who proclaim to us the way of salvation. Sound like a prophetic word, right? And she did this for many days, many days. But Paul, greatly annoyed, turned and said to the Spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. Look at that display of his dominion and authority. I command you in the name of Jesus Christ, to come out of her. <clears throat> and he came out of her that very hour. First, let me say this. God is about to deal with the false prophetic in the land, <clears throat> which really is a spirit of divination. It sounds right. It sounds like the word of the Lord, but it is a wrong spirit. It is not the spirit of God. It is a counterfeit and it is a byproduct of demonic spells and incantations done by the occult. And even though witchcraft prayers by ignorant Christians, even sometimes these things happen through witchcraft prayers by ignorant Christians. Let me tell you, people may be at odds against me, uh, at odds against me, but I'm not at odds against them. Bless them. Release them. I have nothing against them. <coughs> Excuse me. When Jesus uh, came to the the communion table, the Last Supper, he wasn't bothered by all the uh, forces that were aligning to go arrest him. He wasn't bothered by all the um, uh, high priests who was setting up his demise. What he was bothered most by was the hand of the betrayer was at the table. And so he said, I want you to do this in remembrance of me. I want you to remember 
In other words, I forgive this person so that the body of Christ can be remembered, not torn apart, but membered, remembered together. And so don't let people, we wrestle not with flesh and blood. And so witchcraft prayers can be prayed and declared by ignorant Christians. We forgive them, we let that go, and we let God deal with it. But it finds its way into the church through spiritual pride and spiritual arrogance. It's a lawless spirit. No accountability or submission to true authority, no boundaries, just spiritually dominating with like a super spiritual attitude. Uh, no no uh, relatability, no accountability, just a super spiritual attitude. God is about to deal with this spirit of divination once and for all, especially in this region and in our nation. <clears throat> Secondly, <coughs> The Greek word defined as a spirit of divination <coughs> is the word pythos. We get our word python from it. It's the exact same word. It means at the threshold or entrance, a python at the threshold or entrance. And just when you're about to step across the threshold of the new or the entrance into the new, just like Apostle Paul was, these demonic spirits try to squeeze and choke the life out of you. It's not a viper that strike, strikes swift, swiftly and injects poison with its teeth, but is it, a, it is a constricting spirit, a constrictor uh, spirit that strategically wraps itself around its prey, <coughs> and at every exhale, it tightens and squeezes until it crushes the prey. How many of you have been dealing with breathing issues? How many of you have been dealing with coughing and breathing? Can't take as deep of a breath. Let me tell you that it's not just a physical thing. It is a spiritual attack. Apostle Paul dealt swiftly with this just that fast, <clears throat> just at the right time. <coughs> just one word from the man of God at just the right moment brought complete freedom and deliverance. He had discernment. He discerned this by the Spirit of God, like cutting the head off the snake. He discerned it. He used the sword of the Spirit and cut the head off of that spirit snake. <coughs> now, I know it's not really a, a snake, but that's how God defines it in Scripture, the, by those attributes. And so immediately the coils were loosed that that region received the gospel, the, the coils were, were released from that suffocating, constricting spirit. And so after this, Paul and Silas were beaten. They were thrown into, to, into jail and, and thrown into the dungeon, which was really the septic tank of the jail. And at the midnight hour, they went to spiritual war and began to use their spiritual weapons of war and sing praises to God. And then what happened? A great earthquake shook the land and shook it so hard <coughs> that the prison foundations were destroyed, breaking every chain. <coughs> every door came off the hinges, <coughs> setting every captive free, whether deserving freedom or not. No longer could that serpent spirit rule over the people. They were all free to choose 
and to receive Jesus Christ. Recently, I had a vision or a dream about groups of people whose mouths were being used to pray curses against us. Some were Satanists, some were witches, some were ignorant Christians <coughs> who thought they were discerning something, but they were just being used of the enemy as a mouthpiece. And this serpent spirit began to coil around as they circle, circled around in their circles. It was trying to prevent us from crossing into the new levels that God has for us, new levels of blessing and breakthrough for our lives. <coughs> Again, a python spirit is a constricting spirit, waiting at the threshold of the new. <clears throat> and I woke up from this dream, and I went into warfare prayer against the spirit. First, God said, don't speak in English. So I prayed in tongues until I felt the release from God. Those of you that are baptized in the Holy Spirit and speak in tongues, I want to encourage you, you need to be praying in tongues right now. We are at war, and this is time to use every weapon that you have the most effectively, the most effective way you can. Worship, praise, and praying in tongues. <coughs> and then God spoke to me about corporately and swiftly taking authority over the Spirit with the Word of God, just like Jesus taught us. And with the sword of the Spirit, cut the head off that enemy. I saw these circles of witchcraft and sorcery begin to break and run around in fear, and it looked like the coils of a dead snake letting go with no power to constrict. And the enemy that came at us one way was struck down and fleeing in seven different directions. I begin to declare our position of authority in Christ Jesus. We are risen with Christ. We are seated in heavenly places, far above principalities, powers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places, and rulers of this present darkness. <coughs> and what was a valley of attack became a place of breakthrough. You know, it's exactly what happened to Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, the king of praise. Judah means praise. He said, Judah has to go out first. The praise has to be the first thing you do. And so <clears throat> they were in the valley of decision, surrounded by enemies, cutting them off, suffocating them, coiling around them. And they went from the valley of decision to the valley of Barakah, or the valley of blessings. And then they spent three days gathering in the spoils of war. I'm just telling you that <clears throat> it doesn't matter what the battle is, God's already got your victory planned. And because the enemy has messed with his kids, he's going to have him cough it up. And with wealth untold coming to his people, it's coming, church. <coughs> we just read in Exodus chapter 15, and verse 3, where it says, The Lord is a warrior, the Lord is his name. They declared this in Second Chronicles 20. As God, not in Second Chronicles 20, but in Exodus 14, as God shut the Red Sea and destroyed Pharaoh and his army, Moses said, the enemy you see today, you will see no more forever. I'm declaring this to you today. And I think it's prophetic that we are at this place today. Between today and Purim, which is coming several months from now, God is going to break through for his people many different times, 
many different ways. You're going to see breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough. But the time that we spend in Easter or Purim, you're going to see the most tremendous breakthrough. We talk about Purim, which means just like Esther, we are granted the authority of the king to write a new decree and reverse the curse of the enemy. She, She reversed the curse of Haman that he decreed against God's people. God wants you and I to open our mouths, pay to let, to open your mouth and war at the door, whose voice is going to win. (coughs) He wants us to continue to decree what he has said. Write new decrees over every situation. If you've got something that's been harassing you or something that's been holding you back, write a new decree and start declaring it. This is the season of pay to let a time when you're being led by the Lord of hosts at the gate or at the door of your promise, a time of going through the door to your prophetically prophesied and promised future, rising up, going higher and higher, and warring to secure your promise. In Exodus chapter 32 and verse 26, says, Then Moses stood at the gate of the camp and said, Whoever is for the Lord, come to me. And all the sons of Levi gathered to him. In other words, the priesthood. Your breakthrough is not just coming. Your breakthrough is here. And as we pray and as we praise, as we prophesy and as we decree, the Lord of hosts will fight for us and break us through. We're, we're going through this, across this threshold. And we are going through the open door. <coughs> And as we continue to break through, it also means an open heaven. You have to decree the clearing out of the heavens over your life, over your family, over your promise, an open heaven. Angel armies are mobilized at your decree. This is what Jesus was talking about when he said, Occupy until I come. This is occupying. This is an occupational stand. Whatever's in your mouth at the door is what will come to pass. Whatever is in your mouth at the door is what will come to pass. Amen. Pay to let. In Esther chapter 8 and verse 8. 8 is the number of new beginnings. This is Esther 8, 8. It says, You yourselves write a decree concerning the Jews as you please in the king's name and seal it with the king's signet ring. For whatever is written in the king's name and sealed with the king's signet ring No one can revoke. And just like Esther, you and I have been authorized by our king to make a new decree. Whatever we decree is what's coming to pass. I want to release a new decree. And I'm going to decree this over this audience, over this family of faith, over this community of faith, over our families, over our ministries, over our businesses, (coughs) over every door of promise. Amen. Father, we bless this community of warriors, this remnant, this regiment, all of their family members, our churches, our ministries. We decree we are the blessed and we are not the cursed. We are the head and not the tail. We are above only and we are never beneath. We are the lenders and never the borrowers, Father. I thank you that we are blessed and highly favored of the Lord. 
Our church is blessed. Our ministries are blessed uh, and highly favored of the Lord. I decree, <coughs> I decree favor with God and favor with man. I decree the increase of favor. We call forth our promises now. We call forth our buildings. We call forth our lands. We call forth our facilities. We cross the threshold into the new now <coughs> in Jesus' mighty name. We go through the door <coughs> of our promise now <coughs> in Jesus' name. We send angels on assignment to war against those enemies who would oppose us in the name of Jesus. Jesus, you are the Lord of the breakthrough. We decree the end of the constricting squeeze of the enemy against the people of God and LifePoint Church and all those that are represented on this, in this audience. I break the besiege of their finances now. I break every financial besiegement. I break every besiegement on their marriages. I break every besiegement on their families. <clears throat> I break every assignment of the enemy against us now. And we decree and we declare all sickness and disease has been defeated by Jesus' stripes. We are healed and the son of righteousness is rising now with healing in his wings. We decree the reversal of every word curse spoken against us. We break every witchcraft prayer spoken against us. We decree we cannot be cursed. The shout of the king is among us. We decree that those who have tried to hinder us and stop the vision of God here at Speak Life and at Life Point Church and their ministries as well, God calls them to repent or be removed now in the name of Jesus. Move out of the way every blockage, every mountain of opposition, every squatter spirit. We speak to the mountains of oppositions and the squatter spirits, <clears throat> and we command you to be removed now in Jesus' name. <clears throat> I decree that those that are for us are far greater than those who are against us. We decree the favor of God is released to go before us. We declare the favor of God is a shield all around us. The grace of God, the favor of God, we decree and we shout grace to the mountains, grace to the mountains. God, move out of the way every person that would try to blockade or hinder or deny us access to the future that you have for us. We recognize that they're being used of the devil to try to stop us, and we break this demonic assignment, and we're, we release these ones to their next step of destiny. We decree no, no weapon formed against us shall prosper, and every tongue of judgment that rises up against us, we condemn it now in Jesus' name. I declare we are risen with Christ. We are seated in heavenly places in Him, and from this place of dominion authority, we come against the stronghold of that python spirit, that threshold python spirit, and with the sword of the spirit, we cut your head off right now. We come against every demonic assignment, and as the warriors of God, we pull you down in the name of Jesus. We break your stranglehold. We uproot you. We destroy you. We break your power. We break your influence. We shut your mouths, and we cut you off. We defeat and deactivate and destroy you today by the power of the name and the blood of Jesus Christ, the precious blood of Jesus Christ. 
We decree that the walls are coming down now like the walls of, around Jericho. We are going through the door and we, were, we are going to possess our promises. We are moving in, we are moving up, and we are taking our promised land. We declare this is our time. And we stand in the shadow of Almighty God and we decree the storm of blessing is here and wealth will be transferred to the righteous here, especially for those who are part of Speak Life and Life Point Church. We decree the breaker is here and his breaker anointing is breaking us through. Every curse is broken now in Jesus' name. We decree our past will no longer hold us back, but our past must submit to our future. <clears throat> we decree the blessing is ours, the favor is ours, the prosperity is ours. I decree as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It is our harvest time, and we call in our harvest in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Amen. You feel that shift? I start. Can you hear my voice changed? Hallelujah. Now start looking for the places of blessing and prosperity this week. What was a cloud the size of a man's hand will now become the abundance of God's reign in your life. This week we'll begin to gather the spoils of victory just like Jehoshaphat did. Amen? Amen. Amen. Well, church, thank you. Thank you for standing with us. Thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for warring with us, fighting against the enemy with us. Thank you for running two arms and, and, and picking up the sword of the Spirit and praying. Thank you for those who continue to stand with us week after week, month after month, year after year. Thank you for your continual support. You've heard me preach about this before, Matthew ten forty one. <clears throat> he that receives a prophet... In the name of a prophet receives the prophet's reward. We talked about that some last week. And right now I decree the prophet's reward is released to you today. I decree it. I declare it by the authority of the office that I stand in. The office of the prophet under Jesus the prophet. I decree the prophet's reward is released to those who are standing with us today. God, you're moving mountains for your people right now. Families are being healed. God, you're speaking in places where people do not have access to speak, where they can't speak to loved ones. Your voice does. That's part of the prophet's reward, the healing of the family. Father, I just release that reward to them now in the name of Jesus. I want to encourage you to stir up the vision that God's favors upon you. His, his favor is overwhelming you, and His favor is overtaking you. Amen? Again, thank you for standing with us. Thank you for praying with us and supporting this prophet and the work that God has placed in our hands to accomplish together. You and I, we're doing this. Amen? And I want to declare it again. This is going to be a great Christmas, a great Christmas. And speaking of Christmas, I know many of you are shopping for Christmas presents. Let me encourage you to check out our sponsor, Mike Lindell, at MyPillow.com and MyStore.com. Mike Lindell has been a supporter of this broadcast since day one. He loves the prophets, and he's made available to this audience a very large discount when you use the promo code MARTY, my first name, M-A-R-T-Y. 
And so when you do when you do purchase something, part of the proceeds go to support Speak Life. And let me tell you, this program costs a lot to produce, to publish, and <clears throat> and to make happen. <clears throat> when you shop MyPillow or MyStore.com, you're supporting this show and getting some great products at an incredible discount. So please check them out at MyPillow.com. Use the promo code MARTY. If you prefer to call in your order, there's a dedicated phone number for this, <clears throat> uh, and that is 800-859-2938. It's 800-859-2938. Tell the operator that you want to use the promo code MARTY, my first name, MARTY. And if you'll do that, you'll receive a great discount. (coughs) I want you to know that we are so grateful for your support. Thank you for visiting MyPillow.com, MyStore.com. Check them out. Let them know I sent you by using the promo code MARTY, and it really does bless this ministry. Also, I want to remind you that we are live every Friday night, 7 p.m. Central on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Rumble. It would be great if you helped us out by telling others to tune in. Let's expand this audience as much as we can. Let's break some records. Amen. That's every Friday night, Central Time, 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Central Time. Uh, If you like podcasts, please check us out wherever you get podcasts. Uh, iTunes or Charisma Podcast Network or wherever you uh, wherever you go, check us out. Speak Life with Marty Layton. Uh, follow us on, on social media: uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Just look for at Marty Layton. It's at Marty Layton. Follow me, like me, subscribe, ring the bell, whatever you do on those platforms, and uh, we'll keep you informed and encouraged throughout the week. Amen. I want to thank you again for tuning in to Speak Life. I pray that you are always encouraged by the word of the Lord that's coming from this platform. Our hearts are simply to equip you uh, with a prophetic anointing and to teach you how to know and to flow with the voice of the Lord, training you and equipping you to hear and know God's voice and gain his hope-filled perspective. Amen. Proverbs eighteen twenty one declares the tongue has the power of life and death. And those who love it will eat its fruit. I believe God wants you to have hope and to know just how much he loves you and how powerful your words are. He wants you to speak life. Amen. So thank you for tuning in today. Always remember, speak life. We'll see you next week. God bless. Thank you for listening to Speak Life with Marty Layton. Please help us spread hope and share this podcast with a friend. Join us again as we speak life into our world.